right, I'll fix it. I'll fix it as we go live. I'm so sorry. One second. I mean, oh, to I... be fair, Darren doesn't. Oh, have that's a lovely so shot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. There we go. Hello. Welcome to the Honest Wargamer. Hour seven. Uh, two wonderful people, Neil from the WTC and also from my heart, and Tom from well, earlier, really. Yorkshire. <laughs> uh, so. So we have a regular, thanks to both Neil and Tom, Neil agreeing to do this a little bit earlier today, uh, normally 7.30 every week, we've been covering the Greek Hammer TTS tournament, which is a WTC style, which means eight teams of eight people, uh, WTC style, teams of eight people playing 40k, but obviously trying to be safe and make sense in these COVID times, it's all been done over TTS, uh, which is Neil, Tom and all the Greek Hammer guys have been doing the organization. Uh, Neil, how's that gone for you? Um, I've not been doing much in the organisation, to be honest. I've been busy having, you know, being a daddy. But it's it's interesting. I mean, I think it's very much a learning curve, and we're discovering that it's much harder to run a tournament on TTS when there are no fixed round times than it would be to run a tournament in real life. It's it, it's uh, what would be what's what's easier running a real life tournament or this? Do you think? Hundred percent real life tournament. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, uh, I mean, running a tournament is like herding cats, but at least, at least the cats know they're meant to start games at a certain time and finish at, at least a certain time. Threaten the cats with with, violence, with, mate. with this, they have to, the cats have two weeks to play a game, and you don't know when they're going to play the game. <laughs> you don't know how they're going to play the game either. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, for you guys who are watching, uh, we've done this every week. I found this fascinating. I found it really rewarding mentally. I found it a really good kind of like uh, look into uh, competitive 40k in a bunch of different ways. Uh, so we'll pretty much dive right in. Neil, do you want to give us kind of a recap of where we're up to now, where we've been the past few weeks and where we are up to in the tournament? Yeah, so basically we're into round three of the tournament now. Each round's taking two weeks um, because the captains just want to have more time to get the games arranged and just sort of take it a bit more chill. So we've had, you know, the tournament's starting to shake up at the top. We're starting to see the, we'll say, the more the more recognised solid WTC teams going to the top. Plus, one of the teams we're going to talk about this week, today, which is a, sort of a newcomer's uh, All-Stars team, which is really crushing it. So it's going to get quite interesting. Are they? Are they doing well? Oh, yeah. I'm so this. the so, quick bit of intro. The two, the two teams we're talking about this weekend is the hottest takes and the German trolls. The German trolls are essentially a, very, a team of very new players. And a lot of the guys have only started playing this year, uh, twenty twenty. Oh, sorry, last year, twenty twenty. So they're very much the new, you know, the, the young bloods, new guys in the German uh, scene. Um, with a couple of the, uh, a couple of like uh, seasoned vets. Whereas the hottest takes, this is a all stars team of players from lots of, w, lots of different WTC teams. Like uh, Belgiums, America, like you know, um, Japan, and other places. But what they are is these are all guys who've been crushing TTS tournaments over the past year, and they've met each other through TTS tournaments. And when this this event came up, they decided to get together and create a super team. Ooh, I love a good super team. That's uh, honestly very exciting. Uh, mainly because you get stars. Uh, I want them to be a coach and. Uh, the thing I'm always most excited about, team logos and team merch. That's what I'm really looking forward to most time. Because um, I get it. Because when you are Canada, you've got to go red and white, right? Like, it's classic. Yeah? Like, if you go in Scotland, it's going to be blue. Uh, who knows what the super team, like, could be orange? Who knows? When you're Bobo, you've got to have a big penis. That's about it. <laughs> That's a different thing. Yeah, true. <laughs> right, okay. So, um, let me... Uh, let's, should we intro the match between these two? Uh, Tom, do you want to take us through, uh, or oh, we, we 
you can start looking at the pairings basically yeah absolutely so, yeah straight yeah. into it mate we don't need to do any stats or any of that nonsense this week well we can no. do that at the end of the at the end of the event because we're, we're almost there now so hottest takes one more roll off which means they have to pick the first board um and they defended first with uh, an admec list now this is a, a kind of i've called it a blocking admec list because it contains a crap load of um horses and doggos so i believe it's got 26 doggos yes yeah, the cerberus hounds yeah yeah and yeah. um and it's also got uh, a load of the um, the uh, disintegrators as well. So you block with those, and then you shoot over the top with the ignores line of sight, uh, shooting from the uh, Scorpius disintegrators. So you're able to kind of put it down, and we just say, "Come on, push me off the board," because it's very, very hard to try and get through all that stuff. And you also can't really hide either to pick up points. So you have to be very careful with how much stuff you stick on objectives, just to make sure you don't get absolutely reamed. You've got Balisarius in there as well, so you form like a little castle around your Scorpius disintegrators, and then you're pretty effective at shooting things off. You ignore a lot of shooting. It's decent. Yeah, I, I I think the fact that the, the the generated board control seems really good. Obviously, also uh, the newest uh, release for Metallica um, coming out of uh, the 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 cars the Carcassonne, uh, whatever it's called, the Warzone book, Car Sheridan or whatever it is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems seems to put some maybe some other variants of this, but maybe... nah, it's it's rubbish. It's rubbish. I beat it today. Oh, I beat, did you I, I beat Yeah, but he was beat... playing some peasant, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was playing Rickard, I was playing Rickard Nielsen, the best Advec player in the world. <laughs> according to the ITC. <laughs> according to the ITC. <laughs> and well, I like Rickard. Rickard's great. And according Rickard to the Falcon. Rickard is Falcon. good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Falcon hasn't watched him play, so, you know, I don't know how to do that. Fair enough. So the Germans decided to attack that with, I would call it a mirror match, but it's not really a mirror match. It's the no, same the Advec list is different. Yeah. It's the same faction, but it's it's a very much a different list. So it's it's an admec breach of spam kind of list, which is the typical you see a bunch of Catafron uh Catafron breaches and destroyers or what have you in an admec list and they just walked it with board. We've been seeing it for a couple of a couple of years now. And then they also attacked it with what I've uh, tooled an MSU toolbox Dark Angels list. So it's a, it's a very MSU kind of Dark Angels build, but it's got like one unit of eradicators, one unit of inceptors. And I've made my point my opinion on these quite clear. In team events, I don't like all comers lists. I really like extreme lists because you're able to control the pairings and manipulate them so you don't get punished for the extremes. You see, I'd say as an attacking list, yeah, you want an extreme yeah. attacking list. If you want, but if you're going to make, make a defending list, you have to make Absolutely it all comers. Absolutely spot on. Right. So you have to make it all comers, but then there are certain things you can gear it towards instead. For example, if you're first defender, you can gear it towards a certain board. And then you have to be able to beat seven or at least contest seven of the eight lists that could be put down against you right that way you actually have a chance whereas if you've got a couple of bad matchups they both get lobbed into you and you suddenly hemorrhage a bunch of points um with regards to the actual defender though sometimes you can't always do that and it's about it's, it's a big conversation about how important terrain is at the minute yeah. uh, i think people are starting to get more used to it now um than, than they were previously but also you can also take that and say hey i've got these two bad matchups but if you throw these two bad matchups into me I take you off. I take one of those out, and then I free up my second defender to now go down and not have a bad matchup. So when we we actually scrimmed Scotland this week, we've done our pairings, and in the pairings we had issues with two of our lists. We had Harlequins and Necrons of the two lists that caused us issues across our pairings. So we put down a faction, but its two worst matchups were Harlequins and Dark Angel and uh, Necrons. So if you put down those two factions to attack it, we're guaranteed to take one out, which means we're going to have a fantastic run through the pairings later on. So there's two ways you can do it. Yeah. Can I just uh, can I just TLDR for some people who might not know what the hell we're talking about for a moment? Uh, like just uh, like overall, everything Tom and Neil was just talking about spot on. 
Uh, basically, the two teams of eight, what they have to do, and as you're seeing on the image there, you have a, a defender. So one team, let's say me and Neil are playing, we're team captains. I fancy my chances. We're going to crush Neil's team. Uh, I, I would so in, <laughs> let's go. Uh, I would put in a defender. So uh, in this situation, it would be Admech, and their job is then the opponent puts in two attackers. So it's a secret, and then the the uh, two attackers are put in um, after the secret has been revealed, and they've put in the Admech, and then they put in Dark Angels as well. Um, yeah. I think we're seeing there, and then and then what happens is the defender chooses one of those two. Now the interesting bit about what Tom and Neil are going to talk about as we go through these is who they choose and if that's a good decision. Really what they're looking to do is, because uh, it also depends when you put that on defender, sometimes they're defending into a board as well. That's really important. Um, like, and the different densities of board are really important. However, what you're really looking to do when you put the defender in is for them to probably not win their match until the pairings of rounds three and four yeah. get on later. So uh, mm. this is this is just one. Yeah, you want... these early pairings to balance each other out. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, your defender will get a shit matchup, but you're gonna have to put a defender forward as well. So those matching, those pairings, the early pairings basically balance each other out. It's the if... latest stuff that decides the game normally. Yeah. If you want a good representation of what's going on, but I'll take you five minutes. Go to the T Sports Network YouTube channel and watch the Super Series um, intro. And that will give you a good idea of what the pairings looks like. The difference is this is an eight-player team tournament rather than a four-player, so it does it a couple of times. So it's it's very digestible. It's very easy to to understand. Um, and then if you've got questions, just ask. And also, chat. Uh, arguably, like these shows we've done over the past few weeks, are some of the most intense breakdowns of pairings that have been done to date. It's a very complicated. The most, I would say. I don't think there's yeah. Been that. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) it's a a very complicated and very involved thing, but it's also a really fun way to play because while it also adds a layer of strategy at the beginning of the tournament between the team captains and the teams that are super well prepared, like we'll talk about Team Canada at some point in the future, what what we're really seeing in some situations is um, you able to pick more favorable matchups or harder matchups and then being able to orchestrate that. And what we're really talking about is if you were playing at a tournament, how would... Like, if this Admech player could choose to choose play between an Admech and a Dark Angels army, which one would they prefer? And it, re- it really does matter. Like, a lot of yep. this, there's, there's loads to break down there, which I think yeah. is fun. All right, I so I hope that to break down, I have to just put a question out here. I mean, Tom, so this Dark Angels list has a Librarian and Terminator armor for 130 points. Mm-hmm. Why is Ezekiel not in this list? Good question. Five, I don't point, play five points less. Yeah, there's a good one. I don't play Dark Angel, so I don't know. But Neil knows the points, so yeah. there's a good question. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a thing for him, the German troll guys who are listening. They did say they were going to tune in. I want to know why Ezekiel is not on this list. Okay, so there's a few things we need to talk about with the German troll list because <laughs> I, uh, I had to... Right, let's, let's get ready. Let's, 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 get the, let's get the loop out. This is so if last week was about last week was about like third defender and the hooks and the uh, champions, right? The week before was about first and second round of defenders, right? This week is going to be about micro and your individual lists because okay. I feel like there are some typos in here, or they're just trolling. Which okay, is understandable. Explain out micros to people. So my, by micro, I mean the individual components of a list and how they work. So if if we are, for example, last week that I thought there was a mistake made by one of the teams, is that first defender choice, or, or third defender choice, and that's what cost them a lot of points. Uh, the week before, I thought there was a mistake made in the first and second defender area. This week, I feel like there have been mistakes made in the lists that have been submitted by one of the teams. And that doesn't mean that I think that they're incapable of making good lists. I think that there are good lists in here. I just think that there are a couple of typos or a couple of oversights that have been made in these lists that really hamper them in the pairing section because you're not getting the maximum amount of value from putting these lists down that you could do if they were written like 
like turning a diamond like it's like polishing a diamond right like you've got like this scuffed diamond that you get out of a rock and then you want to like file it and whatever you do to a diamond it down to make it this perfect gem right it feels like it's halfway there you can see where a lot of these lists are going but they're not properly refined yeah i feel like it comes back to what you said earlier tom that these lists feel like they're trying to be a little bit all they're trying to have a little bit of an alchemist side to them. It's almost like these lists are the lists these guys would play week in, week out in a club, or the lists they would take to a singles event, which obviously ha- which generally would hamper you at a team event because a team event, every player has a role, and therefore their lists have to have a role. And that was in the entire list concept exactly. has to be designed in a specific way. You and have these, to have an idea of what you want to do. Yeah. And these lists feel like they're much more, you know, this is the stuff you'd expect these guys to rock up to a GT with and play rather yeah. than their team tournament. Yeah, which is weird when you consider that these guys are the actual like team and the other team is the super team of dudes that don't know each other in real life. You would think it would be the other way around, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, 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 again, but again, to quantify this, the German troll team, I mean, we got some information off the captain, Harrison, like, you know, like I said, like half these guys only started playing 40k last year. Yeah. The majority of them are basically fledgings to yeah. nine fed. So, you know, it's there's got to be some like this. It's very much the first, for some of these guys, this is the first tournament that Lone Team Tournament played in. Yeah, and that's why this so. is going to be a fantastic experience for them as well. Like, yeah. imagine doing pairings when not one of your players has actually been through pairings before. Yeah. Which I believe Hottest Takes is, was in the same situation, but they're learning yeah. fast. Yeah. And they do have a slight advantage I'll get to in a bit. Right. So, so they picked Admech. We've talked about that, right? We feel comfortable about that. Yeah, or yeah. Do we, have we not talked about that? They picked Admech. It feels like they just sort of went for, oh, we'll, ha- we'll have the mirror match rather than anything else. And it's I don't 100% understand why, because you're basically just coin flipping the game there. The, the, the lists are different, but they're not different enough to make a big difference, I think. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, sweet. So the next, next pairing, uh, as you can see here, uh, so this would be now the German trolls are now the defenders in mm-hmm. this situation. So this is the first time... They put an army in of the ones that they have left. Uh, at this point, they'll have had seven left in their deck. Um, yeah. And they'll put a defender down. Um, and then, then the hottest takes attacked with Zinch Demons and also Death Guard. Zinch Demons, what's in the... Uh, not Zinch Demons, but Demons generally. What's in the Demons list, Neil? I've got to go find it. <laughs> I thought you were about the Orc list first. I could oh, do it. Right. Oh, go, wait, sorry, go, this go, is go, right. Go, Tom. Go, so, Tom. The Orc list is a German defender. And that's what we were talking about earlier with the uh, Admech being a blocking list. It's going to fan out and really make it difficult for you to try and push in. I feel like the Orc list is trying to do the same thing. So I've, I've called it specifically an MSU Orc list. So it's got some commandos. So you can drop those down. Be annoying. You've got two squads of 60 boys. And then you've got the 18 mech guns. Now, First defender with 18 mech guns means you can pick a uh, an easier board for it, right? So you can pick something a bit more open. You can pick something that doesn't have trees all over it, especially if you win the roll off to go first. And then you can kind of just push out with the, with the mech guns to shoot that. Also, if you get someone to run at you and, and, and kind of charge, you can still push out some of the mech guns because now you have movement without actually taking taking a penalty, really. And then you make it really hard to push them into you and take your while we stand while we fight off you. So you've got 15 guaranteed points, pretty much. If you can get the primaries to a decent size, you're going to get some points regardless of what you of what you have. They also have Rob, and I know you like this. They have a burner bomber in this list, which flaming I believe headbutt, is the, baby. it is a flaming headbutt. So for those of you who don't know, flaming headbutt is a stratagem. You can fly your plane in and auto explode it all over the enemy army. Um, 
I it feel only like does, it only does flat, like it only does like three mortal wounds though. Like, so it doesn't I'm like. Not it doesn't shit, Rob. I'm gonna uh, tell him it's cool. <laughs> it <laughs> is cool. It is yeah. cool. As as Wednesday's on says the chat, crash it immediately. Turn one. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No. You're not wrong. And I, I feel like this comes back down to the, what we were talking about earlier with Neil, where this list has an identity. You can see it's what it's gonna try to do. And the fact that commandos don't have infiltrate is a problem but i also feel like it doesn't quite manage it does that make sense orcs, the, orcs, is, a, orcs is a super hard army like because it because really like where where we were versus like where we were a year ago the survivability like versus output that exists yeah like orcs can so throw big blobs of obsec units somewhere but they're going to yeah. hit up against indestructible steel cans which is just going to be like I sent 30 boys into a custody seal captain once. I, I, they just did one wound. He was like, lol, I've got a two-up save. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, it's never yeah. going to happen. Into 10 Terminators? Never. Never in a yeah. thousand years. So I think they're in a tough spot at the moment. Yeah. Potentially, uh, the uh, the hottest takes put down Death Guard and Demons. Did they open yeah. the big demons? The... I actually like the demon list, by the way. I think this is... Really... It looks a pr- it's a pretty standard big demon list, right? It is, but yeah, it's, it's got the triple keeper, the exalted keeper, the law of the change as well. What I like is that there's that there's you know a, a block of bloodletters. There's a big block of horrors, yeah, it's got the threat, which, gives yeah. you, which, gives you, which gives you options there. It's also got a unit of five fiends, which is yes. going to be so fast and scary for people to deal with. That will just rip up a flank and tear things apart. I actually really like the fact they've gone the he- more heavy into the horrors of the letters of the fiends than most of the demons have been doing in this tournament mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's a decent list uh, although that said it did kind of get like um conveyor belted through the pairings as, as we did yeah. see everyone kept passing up there <laughs> like, nah. and then the death guard list is oh, what i think is pretty much i you know, talking to people like you know brad chester and i played a lot of death guard i think this is pretty much the best variation of death guard right now and then you've got double death shouter double use of five death chambers the double contemptor with the volkite culverins um, but loads of pox walkers a demon prince you know it's all the stuff there yeah i mean there's a couple of things in there that i don't see all the time the hellbrew is one example yeah, the hellbrew is the point of what the thing that sticks yeah. out i kind of think like why yeah. is that there also uh, you have four squads of 10 pox walkers rather than three squads that are slightly bigger which is a slight yeah. change as well but i understand it because it means you yeah. can wrap both sides on both sections of your army because what you have to do with this army is you break it into two neither side is chargeable i mean you just push up the board and no one could charge you which is probably the mindset when you're taking this into orcs right you just walk it up you say well the orcs can't charge me thing is this isn't really even a melee orc list though but what you can do is you just walk up the board you use the movement uh that you gain from charging things to get up the board faster and then if you push things off if the orcs try to screen you it's actually kind of good for you because you get free movement in the charge phase which means you get up the board faster rather and if the orcs sit off and just don't screen you at all, they'll live, but they're not actually achieving anything. So I, I don't know about this one for the orcs. No, I think I think the problem is that, like you know, I say with the with the terrain with the way the orcs are going to have to screen off, these are going to play into the middle of the board, which is exactly where this, these death shrouds want to be. It's exactly what this Nurgle block wants to be. They want to be taking the middle of the board, yeah. and controlling it, and there's nothing the orcs have to stop that happening. Absolutely. I think I, I, so I played with Death Guard the other day, and I, and I think the Death Guard list is always about how you deploy because you have no opportunity to redeploy you don't have the movement like you're just like and it's it's really obvious right but they play that game really well they're like i'm going here and you're like cool <laughs> like i'll try and stop you <laughs> uh, and I, I yeah it's a good list by the way all those whiny children on the internet that were crying about how death guard couldn't do anything in competitive meta or well, get fucked <laughs> <laughs> wow 
it, Tom's on it today. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> I forgot to mention, we do have the scores, by the way, for all the games. That this oh, do we? Yes, so, yeah, so they've actually played a bunch of the games yesterday. So the the first game, the Adeptus Mechanicus versus Mechanicus, ended in an exciting 10-10 draw. Ooh, this this, this game, however, with the Death Guard versus Troll, Orcs hasn't been played yet, but all the other ones are going to come up, and it's pretty scary Prediction time, please, Tom and Neil. I'm going to want a guess from you guys. What are you thinking? Oh, well, that's not fair, because Neil knows the score. Oh, do you? I know. I'm looking, looking at the score. No, not for the second game. I mean, just oh, no, this one. The whole thing. No, not for the second. For the second game, I reckon it'll be an Austin Powers. So the Def Guard player is Austin Powers. He is one of the Team Japan players, and he's been a guy who plays a lot of TTS. I think he's a very strong player, and I'm going to say he's going to take a 14-6 from this. Uh, I was going to say 16-4 from this. Oh, well, there we go. We'll see, we'll see who gets if he gets fifteen five. We're both happy. So just a, just a quick shout out again for everyone new in the chat or maybe not listening to any forty k parents information before. The defender getting five points out of twenty is actually very good. Like that's fine. Like yeah. what their their job really is to lose well as opposed to win at all. Um, and so the death guard are favoured to win, should win. Um, but the orcs, what they need to do is grab as many points as they can instead. Um, uh, okay. All right. So table three. So the second. So this is second round now. So a round yeah. has happened between both teams, and they start the process again. Hottest takes. Yeah. They put in a new defender, possibly one of the most common defenders we're seeing at the moment in Harlequins. Yeah. Very strong army, uh, super. And then they were attacked by the German trolls by Sister Battle, also very good at the minute, and Tyranids. Am I right in thinking I'm seeing some Dimecarons? Hundred percent. I mean, talk about the, the Harlequin list is, you know, quote unquote, it's the standard list. It's the list we seem to expect. It's, it's Skyweavers packed full of troops with, you know, fusions or caresses. If we want to do, it's the Skyweaver. It's the Skyweaver jet bikes. There's nothing new here. Um, things to no, things to talk about is there is a there is a tiny little patrol department in this. Uh, Harlequin army with um, twenty racks and homoculus. So he's actually taking like some. It. Yeah. Some back back end scoring there as well, which I like. The player, this guy in question, Liam, he's actually he's Liam Vassell, he's the actual captain. Um he's the guy that recently won the Warphammer German TTS tournament, 120 player tournament. He came first. Mm-hmm. Um and he is, you know, quote unquote Tom Adrian says he's the hottest hottest thing in Belgium right now. <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's one of their WTC players. And Tom's in Belgium, so that's. Uh, and this that's is what I was, uh, this is what I was saying. How this team hasn't played team trends yet, but they've got people like Liam in, who's obviously tapping into Tom Adrian and the Belgians to get a lot of information, a lot of advice on their pairings, and it's very yeah. much showing in terms of how they're doing. Although getting pairing advice from the Belgium team probably going to make you worse. <laughs> <laughs> I have you know, as a former one-time team Belgium coach. I mean, the last time we played Belgium, I think we got absolutely... No, that wasn't the last time. It was the time before we got absolutely rolled in pairings. It was something like 108 to 50... No, it was 107 to 53 predicted in the pairings. So, I mean, maybe it's okay, but... I don't know. Anyway, they, they got attacked by the sisters in the nids, as, as we mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I can go for the nids very, very quickly because they didn't get picked. Uh, it's, it's big nids. So the German nids list specifically is triple Dermacaron. And double Hyradule. They went giga far down on these massive nids. Yeah. They've got so many big creatures. They just love 3D printers, mate. Like, they love making big, like, alien movie gribblies and then just using them as whatever they fancy. So, yeah, that's what they went for. They decided to neglect that and go into the sisters. It's a pretty traditional sisters list. But, Neil. <laughs> Go on, so I'll, I'll let I'll let you lead off with this. This sisters list is scuffed. 
specifically because it it's I'm pretty certain it's got a typo. So the typo I'm talking about is what you normally do with sisters is you take one detachment of bloody rose. That you put your repenture in, that gives them plus one attack when you charge, and it also gives you access to a plus one to wound uh, stratagem of one CP as well. So you take that, and then you take a second attachment, which is our martyred lady, and you put retributors in it. And the reason why you do that is you put a combi plasma on the retributor superior, you fire the combi plasma, you automatically kill your um, retributor superior by using a one to hit with your miracle dice. And what happens is our master lady gives units that have lost models plus one to hit. So now the remainder of your retributors are hitting on twos. Now, here's the problem. Both of the detachments are listed as our master lady, mm. which means the retribute repenture only get two attacks each instead of three. As do, but you don't get anything for the Dominions. You don't get anything for the Battle Sisters. And if you wanted your Retributors in our Martyred Lady, you could have just put them in the Battalion. There is space for them, I have checked. And you'd have saved yourself a CP. So basically what they end up doing is because there's a typo in their Battalion Detachment, they've called it our Martyred Lady rather than calling it Bloody Rose, they're losing a lot of value out of their Repenture which is a massive problem when you're fighting things. Now, against Harlequins, I don't know how important that is. It's important for the bikes because there's two squads of five bikes. The bikes, you need as many attacks as you can get through them because you take the Sanctic right, that allows your sixes to hit to explode, which means it's more than you're losing more than one attack. One in six chance, you're getting an extra hit as well. So what ends up happening is you'll find it very, very difficult to chew through these Harlequin bikes. Everything else isn't really a problem because you should be one-banging it anyway. But as it stands, that is going to really hamper your ability to deal with that bully unit that they have. Yeah, and at the same time as well, you know, we talk about this, uh, Sisters and Harlequins are the two best trading armies in the game. Yeah. So if you have, you know, scuffed your trading army by bringing the wrong tools in the army yeah. list yeah you're going to lose out then especially yeah. in someone as well drilled as liam oh 100 yeah and we were talking with dms earlier saying oh well maybe they just know something that we don't okay well, there's literally no reason to do this if you intend to do it because you could just literally stick the entirety of that second spearhead detachment right into that battalion and save yourself a cp yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you want to know what the score was i do um i hope it was 20 nil to the harlequins because this deserves to get punished oh tom you're right. It was twenty. <laughs> so this is obviously this is massive because the defender is expected to lose. Yeah, they're not expected to win. They're supposed to take points but not win. As your as defender getting a twenty nil, that completely yeah. crushes the uh, the pairings going forward. Makes it very hard for the uh, the wow. other team to pull. Back. You can guarantee that the uh, hottest takes looked at this, noticed exactly what I noticed, and said, "Punish this! Punish this! Yeah. You can't touch your bikes." That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. From a from a from a second defender, twenty nil is huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge. That's crazy. Ooh, okay, nice. I like a good turnaround. That's fun. Um, <laughs> what, so then, then we've also got the second def the defender for the Germans in round two as well. Um, yeah. So the Germans. So bear in mind the Germans picked the third board. So it, it should be the other way around. Um, Germans defended with a full MSU Drakari. Now, I actually like Full of Drakari. I think it plays a mission very, very well, and I think it plays into things like Sisters and Harlequins very, very well as well. Because what Ninth Edition I'm increasingly feeling like is it's about is just lobbing little bits of shit onto the objectives as often as you can and killing your opponent's stuff. You don't need more than one model on an objective if your opponent's completely dead, right? So it's about just, having just, that just stuff. Just trading. Yeah, just trading. 
So or you, even, or even yeah. just trade, or even just taking the points. I mean, just yeah. to verify that. I was playing games that game I saw we play today, Sisters versus Nids. The sister player had like nothing left on the board in the game. The Nid player still had his two Dimera cards, all these big yeah. goblins left on the board. But the sister player completely crushed it points wise. He just yeah. kept taking points, taking points, taking points. Yeah, and as we saw, Naden feels the same too. He because he took his, his weird list. We could talk about like specifics yeah. about later, but it's a similar idea, right? It's about giving Trader up as Joe's. little as possible to stand on top of that objective. The problem with this is, you've just lobbed this in as a second defender. We've talked about how it's good against things like Harlequins and against things like Sisters, right? Well, I mean, you've still got Necrons in the pile and you've still got big demons in the pile. Um, so guess what they attack with? <laughs> uh, the, the, the demon list we've already talked about and the no. Necron list is just... Necron list is weird. It, it's, it's something I've seen quite a few teams play. And it is just basically tons and tons of wraiths and other combat units just to basically pile through. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's got 50, is it all, he's got 50 is it all, all objectives secured? No. But what wow. it is, is, is it, second, right? but what it is, is you've got, you know, 18 Scarab Swarms, 15 wraiths. You've got the Scorpec Destroyers. You've got an army which is just going to push bullets up the board, generally ignore the terrain and get right into your opponent's face. Mm -hmm. And by the time your opponent deals with all that shit, well, the, the, oh, and, there's, and there's 10 Lich Guard there as well. You know, the Necrons yeah. basically just set a He's wall five, of combat. So yeah. yeah, a wall of combat crap forward. And by the time you deal with that, the Necrons have scored everything they need to score anyway. I mean, personally, I was going to say it was weird because that uh, detachment with the Warrior Brick doesn't have Oberon in it. So I'm very disappointed. Oh. But, yeah. They, they, they have <laughs> no no, no transsexual satans, no winter stays on. No transsexual oh, satans. No, the other list. Oh, we'll talk about the other list. Holy yeah. moly, dude. Uh, that was a weird list. So they take the uh, the Necron Warrior Brick. Um, I don't think it does very well into it, to be honest. The, the Drakari. No. Again, I, just, I, I feel like this Necron yeah. list has got the units that are just too fast. Yeah. For the for the Ducari to deal with, you don't trade with it. You don't trade. Uh, yeah, and the, and also the this this because you got things like the race are going up fast and ignoring terrain. You're not going to be able. You're going to struggle to get around those ruins to get line of sight to hit the race before they run out and chop you to it. Yeah, like you, the Necrons just run up, they kill something, and then they never die. Yeah, like or you, if they do, you have to pump everything into it, and then they just get to trade up constantly and constantly walking up. And you just can't but like you say, if you, it feels like this demon list is a list that the German the German trolls have looked at it and got uh, nope. Because it's, it's already been up once, they've already passed on it once, it's getting passed on again, and this is just, this is, and this is gonna be a pattern going now. Forward. It could either be that, or it could be one of those lists where they think for the bottom four, maybe we could deal with it there, or we just manhandle it there. I don't think that's what's happening here, but those are the two reasons why you keep passing. Yeah, yeah. So, so, do we know what the score was? We do. I'm going for a 17 3, 17 3 for the uh, for the Necrons, Rob. I think 12 8. 12, mm. 20 nil to the next <laughs> Wow. Oof. Okay. That's two 20 nils. What, what mission are we playing, Neil? Uh, I can't for the life of me remember. It's, um, is it priority orders? I believe it's priority orders. Oh, that's hottest okay. takes taking two 20s from round two. I can, I can double check, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah. priority So that's 40 points. So to win a round, you need 86 points. Yeah. So halfway Most there from one there. match. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's Vite, pretty Pumba has got it, sorry. Vital, Vital Intelligence. Thank you, Pumba. Uh, uh, I'll have a look at that in a bit because I can't so, remember that off the top of my head. So round three of pairings. First defender in is uh, Sister Battle again. Custodies and Necrons. Ah, what does this Sister Battle army look can like? I ask you, can I ask you a question, mate? Yeah. Do you know who Kyria Draxus is? No. 
Do you, ah. do you remember last year when we started doing reveal shows? Oh, and yes. they revealed that uh, Inquisitor. Yes. That very random her. Inquisitor. I have no idea what she does. <laughs> she's she's attack last lady. Oh, she attacked last lady. Okay, well, she's Neil knows. last lady. See, she this is what happens. When you don't play the game, you've got more time to read books. Yeah. So. <laughs> so she's attacked last lady. That, you put it there because she gives you, she, obviously, like an Inquisitor, she's got denies and stuff like that. And she's got some, you know, most good stuff, very interesting powers. But the big thing is she has the deny, she has the, the fight last. Yeah, she just says, she, no, you're fighting last, which is huge to have in this game. I suppose when, when to say something thinks it's trash to be able to make someone fight last, I disagree. Yeah. Uh, it depends yeah. on the context of your army, to be fair. To be fair, like if you're surrounded with guardian defenders, then it's like, well, yeah, okay. Wait, so she got, she got put into the sisters' army, is that right? She's in the sisters' army. So, yeah. so this is what this is your quote unquote. We keep saying this every week. Standard sisters list. There's nothing really surprising. Sisters list, we apart do. from there's a, there's a little bit of scuffedness in here, but I can't remember. I'm just going to double check it one second. Oh, here he goes. He's off on one. He's off. I'm, I'm, <laughs> mate, I played like 12 games of sisters, and I think I'm the hot shit, mate. You know how it is. Like, oh, there's something weird about in this. In the competitive gaming world, that's actually quite a lot of games. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's what here's what was scuffed about it. So this time, they're all in the um, Armored Lady Detachment, <laughs> when you could literally just take out the uh, Triumph of St. Catherine, uh, two Battle Sister squads, and then, oh, no, you can't because it's, it's, it's uh, three Sister Repenture squads. Okay, but you could put two Sister Repenture squads in a patrol. Yeah. And then just get an extra attack each and plus one to hit for the cost of, like, two CP. We'll start of the game. So I'd probably have done that, but it's it's not the worst thing in the world. I just hate hamstringing for Repenture. So the, Necron, so the Necrons that German Trolls are taking... Sort of similar to the hottest takes Necrons. And yeah, fifteen wraiths. Nine you say that, mate. But you there, say are it's two, there are yeah. two. There are two transsexual satans. Well, sorry, Nightbringer and Deceiver. It's not entirely just. Yes. Um, you know, Catacomb Command Barge and a Ghost Ark. So it's a little bit more beefy, I'd say, in terms of like yeah. what's going to hit you. But with. also, we have uh, and Nikos talked about this a lot on the Thursday show. He really likes the Deceiver in terms of just being able to pick stuff up and just blonk it on the table. And then you combine that with the relentlessly expansionist to move six inches. Yeah, you could just, uh, I don't know, but it's it's decent. Yeah. I like it. Whereas the Custodes list is very deceiving because actually. Hey. Uh, actually, a bit of finger wagging here at uh, German Troll since Custodes list, but actually, the majority of points in this army is going to Atgard, Astra Militarum. It's actually got triple tank commander. No, I actually kind of like this. Triple list. punishing Gatling so, cannon, triple heavy bolt attack. That has a lot this of shots. Two Wyverns, some Tempest of Science, two units of Vatus Praetors with hurricane bolsters, a shield wow. captain is. You know, this there is so much light DACA in this army. It's for the Punishers, the heavy bolters, all that Wyvern, strength five yeah. there, the Wyverns, the Hurricane Bolters. There's a lot of, you know, we're gonna we're gonna rinse any hordes we meet or light armor guys off the board. Yeah, which plays in which plays quite I mean, even I mean, even the uh, the Necrons when you've got like big warrior blobs, I mean it's not it's not an amazing save. If you put throw enough shots at it, they'll just start going down, right? Um, yeah. The problem is Against sisters, you're throwing lots of strength four against sisters. Okay, they're only like T3, but they've got three up saves, and there's a lot of them as well. Yeah. So you're all that lot most of those shots are gonna start bouncing. It's not like shooting up orcs or shooting up guard this army. And mm. I think the hottest takes very much zoomed in on that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, and that can be seen because yeah, so the Hodges for take said, yeah, we'll take the Custodes Astra Army, and their sisters took a 20 nil from it. They should do, yeah, because it's not one of those armies where you've put yeah. a lot of points into things that like to sit in the backfield, which means you can't really push off as easily, right? Exactly. Which means all you're, which all is you're, all you're pushing button. with is a, is a Custodes bike captain and two units of three jet bikes, yeah. which is just not enough. Yeah, so, and the units of three jet bikes just died to, re- to Rets anyway. So then you come and you put two units of Rets on, you kill those, and then you put one more of Rets on, you hit with two squads of Repentium, and you just tag a couple of tanks and then they die. And you can't walk into the centre of the border of this list in this mission where there's four objectives in the centre and it's it's easy to get up 20-0, to exactly. be honest. So, yeah. So another big, another, away. another big win for the hottest takes. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is looking. That's a six. That's I don't know what the math I'm on now. Sixty, but they're doing they've very got, well. They've, they've scored seventy points so far. Hottest takes and the trolls have scored ten. Uh, you've still got the um, wow. the first round right as well. Yeah, we're still yeah we're still waiting for one yeah, match still for the one first game. round as well. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's so far though. Uh, hottest takes next. Uh, their their next defender. Uh, I've got sorry. The German trolls defender next. Um, uh, so they've put in. Uh, is this right? Is this uh, the space MSU toolbox Dark Angels? Yes. So we were talking earlier about how you want to build extreme lists, unless you want to build a defender, in which case you maybe need to go a bit more all comers. This is kind of all comers, but they're putting it in as third defender, which is a little bit weird. Um, if you want to go for a, a kind of defender style build, you probably want to go um, round one defender. If you're going for a third defender, you probably ended up being a list that's meant to prey on things, but the things that you hate have already gone out the pool, which means that you're now safe to go and defend against everything else and also gives you the freedom to pick a, a good matchup if, let's say, there's one bad matchup in the pool left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, again, the demons get passed on. Yeah, no one wants to play those demons, eh? Yeah. Now the nids. Rob, how many Dimakarons are in this nid list? You Two, weirdly. Zero. Not really. What this is, is it? the Lo- first Nidlis that has no uh, Dimacrons. It's got two big blocks of nine warriors, close yeah. combat warriors. It's got two units of six hive guard. It's got a big block of five zoanthropes. Yeah. That's yeah. a great pronunciation, by the way, Neil. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> zoanthropes. <laughs> well, warriors see. make sense though, with the terrain on the board. If they can get into the if they can get in there, that seems I I, I like that. I don't think Especially that's Especially the adaptive physiology as well, where you can make a big nor AP minus one and two. You make some kind of tricky to dig out, especially things like manticores and weathers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And what was in what was in the marine list? So squad of inceptors, squad of eradicators, squad of I don't know, it's just lots of little random shit. And then you have like one unit of all those kind of specialist units. So as we said, it's a little bit more of a toolbox and it's a little bit more MSU. The problem is, I think, in terms of MSU trade-off, the nids win. The reason why is because the nids are able to hit you when you're not, because of the hive guard. Especially when you've got 12 of the bastards. It's It becomes a bit of an issue for you to realistically meet the trade in terms of short-range melee, line-of-sight shooting in melee. Uh, to match the amount of stuff you're losing off all those hive guard just shooting you whenever they want, especially on smaller boards. Hive guard have a 36 inch range, man. So you stick them inside of a room and you just plate things off constantly, and you're basically just taking. You know how in AOS you just take constant damage from Croak no matter what you do? Pretty much. It's basically the same thing. You just sit yeah. there and you tank it. Uh, because they, then, uh, importantly, because the, they ignore line of sight, that's important yeah. to, to yeah. know yes, about the hive guard. Exactly. So yeah. you take those out, and then between everything else, you have to map, you have to 
trade up on everything else that's on the board just to match because the hive guard are consistent damage you're not going to be able to do they it. They are, but the thing is this this list, this marine list, it's Dark Angel list, that's going to be yeah. Dark Angel has those two big bricks. It has the brick of uh, blade guards and there's the two big bricks of terminators there. And I don't think the hive guard are an answer for that. True, and also in this mission as well, when you've got four uh, objectives in the center, even if you just stand there for three turns, you're going to get decent points. I don't think you get necessarily get a twenty, although I could be wrong. Neil, I'm sure you have the score, but it's one of those where it's it's difficult for you to actually push into it with that, especially when you don't have a big monsters. Yeah, and actually, yeah, now I'm looking at the score. Yeah, totally right. The Dark Angels took 19 points in this game. Oh, so, just so they, 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 they've walked up. You know, those Terminators of Death Guard have camped. Uh, the Death Guard, the Death Wing have camped out those objectives, and then they just don't have enough to push them off. I'm guessing. Yeah, wow. and just type us a wink in the chat. There we go. <laughs> so there we go. So the German trolls are rocking back. They're getting some. Do you big think? Uh, do you think? Uh, can I ask a question? Do you think a lot of that particular match had to do with the first turn and the ability for the Dark Angels to push onto those objectives super early? Like and not like and the nids not to zone them out, or do you think it goes that way most times? Do you think the nids I don't. Can... I don't think. I don't think this can zone out this though, because yeah. what they're zoning with, they're zoning with like they've got four units of ten termagants. That's their only really screen unit. And then you, then you push and them that's, to charge to get free yeah, movement. Yeah, exactly. You, you're just giving the dark angels free movement to charge, kill those, and jump on whatever's behind them. And you know, and so what you're left with screening the turned warriors. The turned warriors, they are tough. They are going to survive shooting, but they ain't going to survive those two big terminator breaks. So it's mm. just a matchup problem straight off the yeah. bat. It was. Okay. it was very much just this play very much in, uh, again this could be this could be a, this could well be a thing of they put the nids in the mix there because they because the armies that were left elsewhere weren't very good even they just wanted to get rid of the nids but yeah. you know for whatever, whatever reason the nids just had a very bad matchup here yeah. okay amazing so, yeah. uh, all right so lesson learned take the macarons <laughs> That's true. My lesson, every, my lesson every time I listen about Tyranids every single week is, have you got Damagerons? No, Imagine being fast. able to charge from one end of a board to the other. It's so obnoxious, man. What kind of yeah. person would run an army that does that? Not me. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so then uh, what happens left is, uh, if you imagine the two team coaches have, have or players or whoever it might be who's doing the pairings, they've got a couple of cards left in their hands. And then these are, during round three, whoever wasn't picked, they play each other. They're called the Hooks. Um, so they play each other and then the champions are the ones that are left inside the deck um, and so then they play each other last so sometimes when you're doing the pairings that we see before who you who you don't choose like those each demons mm. who we saw not chose loads of times they end up getting pushed back and you really in your third pairing you're really thinking about also your hook matchup at the same time yeah. so it's a very involved choice yeah uh, and you know what you're giving your opponent as well and you have an idea of what they're going to take so when you refuse an army or pick an army you have an idea of what you're going to be playing against the thing that you refused exactly so, so, so coming into this you know the fact that the german trolls picked the nid list there to fight or the fact or even yes. the fact that the hottest takes before the nid list there because i think they'll bait the nid list into the dark angels because then this demon list will have a better chance against the other choice so mm-hmm. they're trying to bait, yes, you know, this whole baiting hook thing. So yeah, so the demon list is the the, the triple keeper, the Lord of Change, the fiends, the Lord of Horrors, and the dark. The, the decoral list is the is the double name Satan and all the uh, wraiths. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of the matchup, Tom? What do you, what do you reckon of for, the scores for the demons versus the Necrons? Yeah. Hmm. Let me have a think. I think it's I think it's a I think it's a win. I. So let's have a look at the deep. Let's have a look at the Necrons list again. So Necrons so, was two, three units of wraiths, um, 
Nightbringer and uh, Dece- Deceiver. That's the how, core of the. How album. many wounds did the Macarons have? Eighteen. Macarons aren't in this. This is demons. demons oh no! Sorry. How many wounds did the um the um what are they called? The keepers of secrets have. Sorry. Keeper of secrets. They look like the Macarons. This big elbow looking. I, I am. To- <laughs> I am totally not looking on uh, 12, the world's 14. great. The world's greatest uh, webpage. Hosted uh, in Russia. Yeah. Hosted in Russia. Uh, okay. <laughs> they have 16 wounds, Tom. I would think it should be a 14 6 to the demons. Oh, so you've got too much to deal with for the Nightbringer. So the Nightbringer comes out, kills one thing. Maybe it kills a second thing, but it goes down, and I don't think the Necrons have enough to deal for a remainder. Do you know what, Tom? You're earning your money here because it was 14 6. <laughs> Good guess. Yeah. Good I job. agree. I agree that, you know, the, 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 the Nightbringer and the, you know, the Satanic are going to have to do all the heavy lifting, but the demons yeah. have more stuff that can heavy lift. And once once those two are down, you know, you're gonna have like the blood letters dropping down, causing havoc in the back lines. The fiends will probably go around the flank and do the same thing. So yeah, four yeah. six. Yeah. Well done. Thanks Earning your keep there, buddy. Yeah, mate. Earning about zero pounds that I acquire from this program. <laughs> <laughs> your, your participation trophy is in the poster, yeah. so oh, uh, get right. Thank you. I love the participation trophy, me. Uh, so talking about participation Last... trophies, it's a space wolf list I'm t- I'm seeing. <laughs> I know. It is a special participation trophy. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, is a super aggro special list as well. Good. Like loads of thund- What's in the list? So we've got three units of uh, wolf guard with jump packs, lightning claws, and storm shields. So basically, yeah, van- small units to be fair. Yes, small units. We kind of do the vanguard vet thing there. They've got sky claws, which are assault troops basically you've got blood claws which are assault innocences you've got storms you've got a lot of very fast moving guys who just want to pipe you know going all in on the on the on the space was wanting to get into combat and do attacks everyone's rocking it such as chainsaws the extra attacks and obviously the space chap tactics can buffing that up um you've got two redemptive dreadnoughts which are always good right now and then you've got your usual sort of hero hammer of space or support you know, the primary captain librarians the chapter masters all these things it's a Proper aggro list. Can I point I like out that this matchup looks like something you'd see in White Dwarf? It's Space Wolves <laughs> trying to fight massive fucking gribblies. Yeah. I love and that. What space, and Space Wolves really like to fight massive gribblies. Yeah. Okay. So, so they are a success chapter as well, just for when it says I know a chat because I know he wants to hear about it. Even though it's not Fleet Wolf, God, you fucker. That's yes. fine. And then the, uh, the German list is the triple Demacron, double Hyrodule list that we talked about earlier. So it literally is big Gribblies versus versus Vikings. Yeah, We're playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla over here, okay? That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, I, I, I favour this for the Space Wolves, even before I look through the scores, because, yeah, the big Gribblies have. The Space Wolves got so many units there. That the, yeah, the Demacrons, they can only hit one. They, can, they can't kill all these units at yeah. once. So they're going to come forward, they're going to hit stuff, and then they're just going to get mobbed. Yeah, and they can't walk That's... into the centre either. And then there's four objectives, so I think it's probably a 20 nil to the Wolves. Rob, Not... what do you reckon? Big, big Dribblies versus big, big, big Demons? Big uh, Space Wolves? Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't rate the... 18. 18-2 to the Space Wolves as opposed to uh, 20. Oh, you should have you you gone with Tom. 20 nil. 
Yeah, just yeah. just didn't want to just didn't want to be on this side. He didn't want to commit. He just wanted to, you know, he just hedged <laughs> the best. Have you ever seen the a million pound drop, Rob, where people just put fifty k on just a wrong answer because they're scared? No, that's what you did, mate. Okay, never mind. No, that's a shit I wasn't scared. I just didn't want to agree with you. That's a whole different. Okay. That's a whole different emotion. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, amazing. So, like, um, uh, so we currently know that the final score at the minute is seventy ten. Is that right? No. The final currently, yeah. the hottest takes are winning a hundred and six to thirty four. One game wow. remains. Wow, that is so. The hottest takes have smashed that first game. Wow. And I can actually, I can actually, if you've got a little bit of time, I can run through most of the results that come in now, because today's the final day of the of the third round of the Better third hurry round. up, man. Like this so, is difficult. So I'm going to pop my head yep. in one sec. So we had obviously Hottest Takes German Trolls. They Hottest Takes are taking that one. In the Canada versus Germany scouting game, Canada flying strong went a bit too close to the sun, and the German the, the German scouts have absolutely stopped that game 116-44. Poland versus Hellas, which you featured last week, the Poles are taking that round, 103-57. And Ukraine versus one of the French, the FTA, the French uh, officially we'll say quote unquote the official French team. Um I've got a Ukraine stopped that 132 to 28. Oh, fucking wow. hell! So yeah. there are some one. there are some big scalps among some big names there as well. That is very very cool. Uh, I yeah. like that it's throwing up some different results. Do you think it's TTS versus real world? Do you think real world's going to be harder? Uh, be a bit more buckling? Do you think TTS is easier? Easier long, longer to prepare? Prepare or? I don't know. I mean, the thing about TTS is because they've got two weeks to play a game. They can, you know, they can practice. They can theory out all their matches so much, mm. um, way more than they can do in real life. So I think I think maybe maybe it's a case of that. Maybe it's just a case of you know the quality of the people putting a lot more effort, put more time in to practicing stuff out. I don't know. But you're looking at right now. You're looking at the top. The top right now is like Germany scouting, Ukraine, Poland, and the hottest takes. That's the top four. Canada, how's Canada doing, by the way? Canada has got four points now, so they're sitting eighth. Did they play that round against German scouting, man? Yeah, and they got stomped. Ah. Wow, because Canada, That's, like, just, okay. just for everyone, yeah, Canada was working Let's talk there. about that. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately yeah, 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 here we go. So, uh, you know, we can talk about that. That's important. Pat, Jim's in the chat. Jim's going to cry. But, yeah, Canada lost 44 to oh, 16. Okay. So um, I, can pull, I can pull the individual results as well if you want. I, th- I think Canada are an outside shot to get out of their group, but I think when they hit the actual quarterfinals at WTC, <laughs> when they're hitting teams they haven't been able to prepare for, I think they'll lose. Is I think is how it will go, because you, what the way WTC works is you're seeded into groups of four, and then the top team out of that group of four gets to progress to the to the last eight. Right? Is that right, Neil? Am I might explain that correctly. No, no. Okay. Do you want to do it? <laughs> you do it. Screw it. So the idea is we're gonna so for WTC we're playing eight because we're gonna play eight rounds. You want to try to stop there being a clear winner after like you know five games, four or five <laughs> games. It's everyone's gonna get put into everyone's gonna get put into pools. They're gonna play the pools, and those pools are gonna be seeded. So the idea is that we'll we'll, the, we'll say the top top teams won't face each other until they play the pool games yet. So kind of like balance out the pack a little bit there. That's the idea basically. It's kind of like the um, if anyone follows rugby league, it's like the rugby league World Cup system. Yeah. But the top the top teams are seeded, or, or even the rugby world cup, the top teams are seeded not to not to knock each other out early, mm-hmm. um, and so therefore keep the the event more open because if, if, if a particular team knocks out two teams early, you kind of the gate kind of like the event's almost wrapped up at that point. So trying to make it so the big so the big we'll say the, the better teams are forced to only face each other in the final rounds. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. uh, it sounds super fun. Um, I've uh, I've really enjoyed um, the uh, the this week's. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you to both of you as well uh, for being part of the Stream Street birthday party. Neil, thanks very much. Uh, no worries. Just starting to have a nosebleed here, so it's a really good timing to finish. Oh, right, perfect. All right. Well, let's get out of here then. Oh, uh, that, the pairings are that powerful. This is such a bad. <laughs> yeah, ca Canada, Jim. This is Jim. Look what happens when Canada loses. You know. Yeah. So, you, Neil, so Jim's saying I actually think pairings went well. I think it was a player skill cap plus mission. And Tiff is saying I actually think you guys lost on the pairings level, which is similar because it means that somewhere there's a misunderstanding of how the matchup goes, which is part of player skill. Well, maybe we should get try get Jim and Tiffus on to talk about that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get them to fight, I and mean, then I can just sit here yeah. and drink. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Especially, I'm not going to Ukraine next week, so we can do that. Oh. <laughs> okay. And we don't All have right. a... Uh... Uh, well, so listen, it been lovely talking to you both. Uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, and we'll be back again next Sunday, 7.30, if you guys want to tune in and do some more of this. I always enjoy the show. I think it's super good. I'm going to be taking like a small five to ten minute break now, uh, and then we'll be back with uh, our next guests, uh, which will be super fun. Uh, thank you to you both. You've been wonderful, and we'll see you guys in a minute. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to The War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. It's the start of a very exciting series of videos. It's the streak. It's the it's the best streak in the world. Uh, hello to everyone who's joining us live, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. I'm in the studio on my own, but that doesn't mean I'm alone. Wonder how I'm going to try and do this every day, seven days a week, until confinement is over if you want to watch um, more stupid stuff uh, keep tuning into the show and it's time for the hunker in the bunker day eight. Oh, easy not even not even difficult can't wait for day 80 dude our date is in two day two of 84 uh, just realizing that i might be doing a, a daily show for 84 days in a row is a bit <laughs> i just i've just seen the long future for me that's fun you gotta you got give the people, you what, they people what they want so, oh no. so it's so, i'm on it it's a gray kind of flecky option today uh with a nike trainer um yeah that's what i'm rocking today i have got them pulled up as far as they go that's what i do like why wouldn't you ever do that at what point do you just pull the leather out smack some war paint on and start hunting for gasoline well i, I don't it's up to, up to nathan the line art and then put up high quality versions of them so people can print them off the little ones or for themselves just color in and keep themselves busy if you join the chat you are one of the hashtag grot gang well, I'll get to all that. I got to get through the the housekeeping first. So, uh, Bud Kaler, aka Budtastic Guy's appearance on the Honest War Gamer, is brought to you in part by the Budtastic Group of Companies, a subsidiary <laughs> of the Rage of Sigmar media conglomerate. Anyway, it's all coming out now. A whole bunch of people are like, and time to turn this one off today. <laughs> this is only Stream Street Day Three. I can't yeah. wait to be like, fucking Alex Jones in it. Stream Street Day Twenty Seven. <laughs> She's marinating a brisket. Yeah, so she's slow cooking a brisket, and wow. it smells so nice. I, I didn't know that's what people called it for their birthdays, but if that's what you you guys call it. So that, now, this isn't DIY. Can you see? you got to be a bit <laughs> higher, a bit higher. Oh, there he is. Oh, bless. Oh, actually, I, I, I can... <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's got a wheel! Darren, he's got oh, a wheel! <laughs> oh, no, come out there. But I keep getting woken up by really painful erections. <laughs> When I was a young boy, uh, I'm gonna do a little Robert Austin. He's supposed to do show here. Top three bad Batman movies. Hmm. Um, well, number one would have to be. Well, the, interestingly, the question was, how do you both feel about the gargants? And the answer is massive erections. <laughs> <laughs>
because I'm doing kind of unit by unit rather than kind of getting distracted. Oh, that was oh my God, John. What's cracking? It's been an interesting week, eh? Mm. Why? What happened? <laughs> the FAQ. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. The yeah, FAQ. that was you. Cool. Uh, I thought you meant the armed insurrection in the United States of America. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing a leather jacket that's got speckles on it. Yeah, I mean, if they're more than 100 points, then that's too much, to be honest. Okay. Well, there are 140 points. That's too much, then, to be honest. <laughs> All of two people. It's a bit like the <laughs> Legion of Asgore group, right? <laughs> hey, we're, we're a thriving community. If anyone wants to just clip this clip right now, 100% Age of Sigmar 3, whenever that rolls around, 100% is going to be exactly the same. It's going to be that, right. the, you know, that board specification. You, Pete Pricey, you're still in bed, and that's after organising a Age of Sigmar event yesterday, a socially distanced one in Northern Ireland. I see that Archie still didn't win anything. Uh, you don't know Archie Dayton, but you'd like him a lot. He is, the, the, you know, the... He's a trier. Like, Croak, who hasn't changed fucking points, which makes no sense. It makes no sense. What the fuck is that? And I love it because he's my favorite model. And if we can all do it, let's just fucking do it. And you buy a, you buy a Croak, I'll buy a Croak. We'll all just fucking use Croak. And it'll be the best year of our lives. But you can't because he's sold out. Innis Wilson, uh, you won't be able to do it. Uh, because they both look like a thumb. Uh, uh, greetings from the homeschooling world, uh, Vengeance from Sylvania. I'm pretty sure my kid's reception teacher was sent by Sinesh to distract me from providing world-class homeschooling. Wow. <laughs> wow, loads to unpack there. Thank you so much. It's because we always do it live. You work to your skills, right? You can't prep, so you do live. <laughs> a list of... Oh my god. No one tell Vince I said this. I would like to see a group of generic artifacts that people could choose from. Then again. No one told Vince I said that. Let me just check my calendar. Yes. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, Nick, you brought up a really interesting point before the start of the show, actually, uh, which I thought we could talk about. Yeah, I'm an interesting person. You used to be a 65? Are you sure your base isn't a 65 mil base? Oh, I've found a tape measure. Yes. Oh, yeah, I had one. <laughs> a builder that had to find a tape measure. <laughs> yeah. they, they always have to find one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is a 65. That's the one I came with. <laughs> so I've got to change the space. You've got to change the space. Who also um, made a like sex for seniors video. Really good watch. Fuck those guys. Uh-huh. Fucking cutting my base down now. <laughs> Do that. And I shall take the girls to the ball. But there's no balls and no girls, so... Uh, don't clip that. Oh, yeah, and Wahapedia, sorry, the one-man show, says he will have everything updated for night by next weekend at the latest. There you go, which is a searchable database. A searchable database of the information, which isn't a long list of shit. Games Workshop said they'll have a they have a quick reference guide in their app. Let's talk about... But when we're just having a chat, I end up getting a bit handsy <laughs> if I don't do something. It's kind of weird. You're like, oh, can, is it going to be okay having someone you've never like really spoken to? But like Tristan was like upbeat, fun, enthusiastic. Mm. And Selena was like powerfully kind. Great thing for the mental health. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Reach just... new bounds. See how many yeah. times you can do it in one day. 15. Yeah, just... Who knew? Yeah. Uh, you do get the Flinger Missile. Now, it's a lot like um, a Mortec Crawler in some ways. Um... 
you're only allowed to bring gits and you've got to like narrative the shit out of it and just be like white wild off your brain on cider or mushrooms all weekend or both and we'll all just have another croak and maybe they'll just make more croaks you don't even know just fucking loads of croaks everywhere maybe he'll not be unique anymore uh, having a catchphrase which is stay hydrated, uh, which needs uh, makes you need to pee for like the last hour and a half of a show. So uh... <laughs> okay, wait. So we need to drag this out so that Ross can not go. There is actually another cities of Sigma. I know. Uh... I don't give a fuck. If you want to know what it is, go read the book yourself. You lazy shits. Thank <laughs> you for listening to the Honest War Gamer. Have a great day.